3: Yo, 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 yo,
4: yo, 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 yo.
3: Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Mby.
5: Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Now I'm on my um I call it Madison's College tour. If if you don't know, uh, Madison is on a college tour. Who is Madison, first of all? Madison is my daughter, of course. She's um she has a couple of years, so she has to go to college, but we started early, wanted to take her on tour, so she had spring break, so we started from uh, NYU, then we went to Georgetown yesterday, and then we went to Howard University. So today we are in Virginia, so we're going to do Old Dominion, we're going to do Hampton University, and then we're going to spin through Norfolk, and then we head on to
4: our next state. What are you looking for in a school? Do you look around the campus and say, nope, it's too many boys here? Too many. It's um, too many guys here. I think that, about that. that potentially I, I, may be handsome. I also
5: think of safety because some of the areas uh, are not the best and safest areas.
3: That is very true. That is definitely a concern. When I was visiting colleges, uh, one of the stores I was in got held up at gunpoint. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna go here. Yeah, I'm not
5: gonna go to that one. <laughs> also, I see a lot of the students like um, looking where they live. The dormitories, I, I, I see like a lot of beer bottles and a lot of uh, hard liquor. So I don't know if. if that, that worries me a little bit too. Yeah, but I just don't want to see it though. You know, when I was in college, you know, I I did it,
4: but you, I just yeah, don't want to see it as a dad. When you was in college, you was drinking, you was smoking, you was having sex. Okay, all right. You think things have changed? I hopefully, hopefully they did. Oh yeah, hopefully. Didn't they? Didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully they stopped making alcohol. Hopefully. Yeah, they stopped right. Making right. drugs. Hopefully people stop having sex.
5: Right. Yeah. But so we're, we're on the tour and it's it's pretty cool so far. So. I don't know yet, though. So we we got about six, seven more schools to go check out, eight schools to check out, and then uh, we'll be back home.
3: Well, I just got back to New York. I feel like I've been gone forever, but I was in Chicago yesterday. Chateau. At Regeneration School, so shout out to Stacy. She's the one. Stacy shells that had us out there Stacey, uh, talking to the kids.
4: Stacey. That's the Go on Stacy.
3: It's interesting to see how kids are learning in school and it's a charter school and they actually really badly need a new principal. So, they need principals for these schools out there in Chicago. So, if anybody out there works in education, this would be a great opportunity for you to apply.
4: Does the, does the school have a principal now? Yes. So, why do they really so need a new one? They, so
3: they, know, they, they have more than one school.
4: Oh, okay. So the school uh. that
3: I was visiting, yes, they do. So, um, But yeah, those things are important. Assistant principals are important. Uh, we were talking about budgeting, concerns, and just how the kids are testing. They're above average, which is great, but there's still a lot of work that has to be done. They have a DJ class. i
5: seen that DJ class. You were teaching them how to DJ yesterday, huh?
3: I wasn't teaching them how to DJ. I do know how to DJ. But yes, there was a DJ class, which the kids absolutely love. And they get these credits, like they get money. That's dope. So when they do things that are uh, great, they actually end up getting paid for that, like fake money. And then they can use those credits to do things like being that DJ class elective. Is
4: that DJ, is dope. Is, is DJing a good trade? Hmm. Yes, It is. Hmm. <laughs>
3: it is. I mean, it can yeah, be. but
4: you're a successful one, so that yeah, it is for you, but I'm saying... I mean, it, it
3: can be, just like anything. If you're great a- at it, you'll rise above and make money. I'm just saying, Absolutely.
4: Would, you, would you tell somebody to go be a DJ, or would you tell somebody to go pick up a trade, like learning how to fix air conditioning? I, I would say if you're passionate, I learned how to be an electrician. Yeah, see, I would say do what, what you enjoy.
5: Yeah, yeah I would I say, say if you're passionate about about and music.
3: And college, Envy made a lot of money DJing. I sure did. And, mm-hmm. that's
5: and think great. about it like this: when I graduated out of school, everybody told me to go to business school or, or to go to Wall Street to start working. And I was like, nah. I love DJing, and I'm gonna stay with it for a little bit. And thank God I did.
4: Yes, no doubt. But you probably do a party two or three times a week. Every day it's a, uh, a toilet that needs fixing. or Every day it needs some electricity that needs to be installed somewhere. I'm just saying. You know, if I had to pick a trade, which trade would you pick?
3: I dj too when I was younger, and I made money from it. I just stopped because at that time they didn't have Serato.
4: I would say what you enjoy. You do
5: what yeah, you, you enjoy. Yeah, if you
3: love it. You can be great at it.
5: That's right. If you like, if you enjoy being a plumber, be a plumber. If you
4: enjoy it with music and you think you really gonna put your your effort into it, be a DJ. Every that's
5: day right. there's
3: a wedding that oh, needs to be dj That's
4: right. Go ahead. Right. Go, go in the studio right now. Only to walk up to a DJ like Envy and he never plays your music ever. All right. That's right, baby. Let's get it. Let's go. That does happen. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that does happen. That's all the time. <laughs> that does yes. happen. But every day you're calling somebody to go fix up one of them damn houses you buying, though. That is true. All right. That's all I'm saying. That is that is that is absolutely
5: true. But, hey, do what you love. But anyway, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. Let's get it started. What are we talking about, Yee?
3: Well, Elizabeth Warren had her town hall. I'm going to tell you some of the things that she was focused on when she was talking. Also, since we're talking about trades, find out about a brand new high school sport that maybe you could get a scholarship for.
5: Okay. All right. We'll get into all that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news.
3: You know, today's the last day of winter, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Tomorrow's the first day of spring.
4: What the weather going to be looking like?
3: Uh, it depends on where you live. It depends on where you <laughs> are.
4: I need to know who got it the hottest. But- yeah, New York's going to be up in the
5: 50s, so that's pretty pretty good. Detroit's going to be in the 50s. I'm tired of
3: winter.
5: I'm trying to think what else. Charlotte,
4: North Carolina is going to be in the 50s, high 50s. I'm just happy Atlanta
5: that 60s. spring is here.
3: Spring is like, I love spring yeah. because it's like hope.
4: That's why it's just so odd that Game of Thrones slogan is winter is coming in the middle of spring. <laughs> yeah, that's how good that show is, that they can just, yes. just advertise.
3: I've soul. never watched it. Me you either. have
4: to understand you have to watch it to know that slogan. But no. winter
5: is coming. I'm excited.
3: All right, now here's something else you'll be excited about: video games are now a legitimate high school sport. There is now eight states where they actually have a high school varsity teams for video game playing. It started with Connecticut, Georgia, Kentucky, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and then a few months later, Alabama, Mississippi, and Texas charter schools have also joined in. It's a global esports market. They said they're expected to generate more than one billion dollars this year. So they have different teams of students, and they face off in a video game.
4: That's great, but it's also terrible because in a few moments, they'll be complaining about those kids not being physically fit. And the reason they're not physically fit is because they're sitting on their ass playing video games for the majority of the day. Yeah, but you know what?
5: Or oh, maybe no social skills, but those video games bring in
4: a lot of money. I
5: DJed an event at the Barclays sold out just watching kids play video games. They That's made
4: right. millions. Let's get rich, but everybody be out of shape and have no social skills. But, hey, we'll be all be rich.
3: All right. Now, Elizabeth Warren had her town hall in Jackson, Mississippi, and she answered a lot of different questions. She talked about white nationalism and having to recognize the threat that's posed by white nationalists. Uh, She talked about her proposed wealth tax plan, a government that works for the rich and it's not working nearly as well for anyone else. She said that's corruption. We need to call it out plain and simple. Other things that she talked about was ending the Electoral College.
6: We need to make sure that every vote counts. I want to push that right here in Mississippi. Come a general election, presidential candidates don't come to places like Mississippi because we're not the battleground states. Well, my view is that every vote matters. And the way we can make that happen is that we can have national voting and that means get rid of the electoral college i tell you who wouldn't be president
3: if we got rid of the Electoral College before. Yeah,
4: I agree with her um, about getting the Electoral College abolished. I think it should be a simple vote. If one gets more votes than the other, then that's it.
3: Yeah, because that system doesn't seem to work. You feel like, this is who I voted for, the person got the most votes, but they still didn't win? Well, it doesn't I work. don't understand.
4: It only doesn't work when the person you voted for doesn't get in.
3: I mean, but what I'm saying is, whoever gets the votes, most votes doesn't win. So that doesn't make sense.
4: And it should win. They should win. No, I know. But I'm just saying, if, if the person we actually won, won because of the Electoral College, we wouldn't have a problem
3: so uh, other things that she talked about were reparations and here was what she said about that.
6: So there are a lot of ways to think about how reparations should be formed. And I noticed Georgia's question actually started with just the frame of an apology. We have a lot of experts around the country, a lot of activists who have a whole lot of different approaches to it. Let's bring people together and let's open that conversation as Americans Let's see what ideas people want to put on the table, and let's talk them through. Because i got to tell you, ignoring the problem is not working.
4: That's a fact. And you know, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates has a great article in New York Magazine, and he speaks on reparations, and I, I don't want to misquote him, but he said something to the effect of uh, reparations is not just about checks, it's the idea of dismantling white supremacy, because this country and its major institutions have had a attractive relationship with black people for much of our history, and that explains all of the socioeconomic gaps between black and white America, and that's the way to close the gap and pay it back.
3: Okay, that wasn't said verbatim? You just, you didn't want to quote him? Um, the first part. The first, <laughs> it felt the,
4: like it was. The, the, first part, oh, no. the, the
3: first
4: part wasn't. Okay. But, 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 but no, it wasn't Bermuda. I was
3: it, like, damn, but, how did you
4: but, but it's But it's in New York Magazine. It's a great article by uh, Ta-Nehisi Coach. I think it's called Ta-Nehisi Uh is Optimistic Now. All right. Well, optimistic. I'm
3: Angela Yee, and that's your front page news.
4: All right. Thank you, Miss
5: Yee. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you're sick. Maybe you got the flu. I don't know what the hell got over me, but I'm sick right now. But Whatever it is. You need some Eight
3: soup? O- Maybe you're allergic to college. You want some
5: 800- soup? Yeah, there you go. 800. 800- you want a little wow. blanket? Let me hear this. Why? Why? You want to give me some, I just what? If you want some what? soup blanket? What? Where's or is a this blanket? going? Where's this going? What? soup? You yes, want I want blanket? some soup. I want some soup. What?
4: You'll be all right. See? <laughs> Nigga, you get sick every day, B.
5: 800 585 1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
7: The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
0: Hello, who's this? What's up, man? It's Jay Lee. Checking Jay in Lee out of Way, South Carolina.
5: What's up, bro? Get off your chest. What's
0: happening? Man, what's up, man? I just called and say what's up, to y'all, man. What's up, to Shaolin? What's, what's up, Angela E? What's up, DJ Andrew? What's hey, up? A good morning, man. I want y'all to keep grinding, keep doing what y'all do, man. Make sure y'all go follow me on Instagram, man. j underscore. LIGG6501, the hottest coming out of South Carolina.
4: That's oh. right, get your plugs in. Why L-I-G-G-6-5-0-1. not is the question.
3: LIGG6501? Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah.
4: Hello, thank who's you. this? Why is this Instagram Mike Jones phone number? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? Hi, this is Kai from Indie. What's up? What's
1: up? Mama, What's get up? it off your chest. Somebody, hi this okay, morning. So I just want to get, <laughs> just out. But I wanted to get off my chest. So the, the just hilarious thing where people are like canceling her, calling her xenophobic because of um, the video that she made. I don't know if you guys saw it about the- uh, Yes, we saw um, it. Of course we saw it. Yeah, so people are canceling her and stuff like that. And I'm like, I have seen her, every group of people literally be, you know, discriminate against black people, have something to say, even if it's stereotype. Not saying it's okay or whatever, but like, man, educate her and like, keep it moving. like. These people don't even really be caring about us. You don't see these other groups of people canceling people when they're like that towards us. So why should we be so quick to cancel somebody instead of, like, educate them and let them know, like, yo, you can't be like that. I know everybody else like that, but we can't be like that. It's not the end of the world. Like, we still human, too. You know I know. think she
3: acknowledged that she messed up. You know, and she did get very defensive at first when people called her out on it, and she wasn't at -hmm. first accepting of any criticism or wanting to be educated, but then I think even more backlash came, and she was like, okay, I was wrong.
4: Uh, Yeah, I think she was defensive. I think one of the reasons she was defensive is because, you know, uh, people don't respect other people's feelings. You know what I mean? If they just think you wrong, they just think you wrong regardless of how you feel. But here's yeah. the thing. I think we need to get to the root of those feelings. We need to get to the root of that prejudice. I think America does so much fear-mongering when it comes to Muslims, especially right. with the media. So when somebody does feel like that, we you know, get mad at them. But nah, America but like, the, the America puts a lot of fuel on that fire for people to feel like that. But like that lady just
5: said, like right. you just said, we need to stop canceling people. We're so quick to cancel people instead of educate people. Yeah, and that like, and that makes oh, people oh, very oh, defensive. God, I like that. just, if I'd say something wrong if I say something foul, my family members, my community should be like, yo, son, that's wrong. And this is the reason why it's
4: wrong.
3: But I think it was very sensitive at that time, especially given the two mosques that were bombed in New Zealand.
4: That's all the more reason to have a conversation about Islamophobia, though. Like, literally, 51 people got killed because somebody was Islamophobic. And it was
3: hurtful to people who are Muslim, period. Once again. Like, they were hurt. If your feelings are hurt, I mean, and somebody does something that you're upset about and it affects you directly, I can't tell you how to react.
4: Once again, we all need to get to the root of the prejudice. Why, I agree are, with you, bro. why are people Islamophobic? America puts fuel on that fire every day. Our president literally said in 2016, "Islam hates us." What does that even mean?
5: Well, <laughs> well, let's take some more calls. 800-585-1051. If you need to get some things off your chest, call us right now. It's the Breakfast Club.
7: Good morning, the Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or, blessed, or
0: black. Yes, with your
7: chest. We wanna hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So
5: if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's what this? What up, it's Jay. What Jay, up, what's dude? up? Get it off your chest. Yo,
0: I just wanted to say like yo, all tired of these old hair cats, like 40 something, <laughs> still out here talking like, still over here talking talking to the youth about manipulating them without without about taking over blacks and stuff like that. What like mean? 40 plus, you you 40 plus, and you out here telling a, a young a young cat coming out of high school or or college, like, yeah, uh, we are gonna get this, or we are gonna get that. You gonna bring me the money.
4: I'm like, yo. Just say what it is, bro. You tired of these old still out here selling drugs and encouraging absolutely. the kids
0: to sell selling drugs? drugs. Like, yo, I don't know what he was talking it's about. Like, it's like, Not nah. It's up. like, it's like, don't we all see that 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 drug dealer is getting, it, it, it's getting, it's getting lame? You're right. Getting lame? You're right. It's, like, it's, You're right. Drug, like, it's, it's always been lame. right It's other ways to get bread. Like You're yo, right. you sit out here telling these little kids, yeah, go get a pack. I'ma get the pack. I'ma give
5: you this. You gonna bring it back? I uh-uh. Like what? Uh-uh. Like, like, nah, now you're right. That, yo. You're absolutely right, and that's why, that, why we yon need yon. more people like you, encouraging these kids to do other things than do that.
0: Yo, I'm on. I'm on my job. This is this is my first. This is my first uh, speak to the uh, to the public about it. But I'm on my job. I'm than <laughs> I'm gonna
5: tell I'm you
4: winning. what else you need to be doing: snitching on them old what dudes that still selling drugs. Nah, nah, you, nah, nah. You bugging? Nah, you buggin', Nah, When you gonna start calling the police on these guys? You bugging? You bugging?
0: Cut it out. All right, yo,
4: take
5: it. Abigail Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Mimi. Hey, Mimi. Get it off your chest, Mimi.
1: Actually, um, good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning. I'm and I am calling because I'm blessed, but um, I'm so excited I got through. My daughter, we listen to your um, morning show every morning, 6 o'clock. I wake her up with the radio blasting, and she's mad today because it's picture day, and she wants to get something
5: off her chest. Okay. Let's, let's speak to it. Then. Yeah, let's
1: hear it. All right. I get it off my chest because I don't really know what to wear and I'm just scared because I don't really want to go to school. Well, you look pretty regardless.
5: It doesn't matter what you wear. You look pretty regardless. The pictures are going to turn out amazing.
3: You see? So get up. I can't wait to see what the pictures turn out like. Hey,
4: Mama. Mama. It's just like... It just lets me know you must dress as terrible as me if if your daughter don't trust you. (laughs) Shut
5: up. It doesn't matter what you wear, mama. It doesn't matter. Let's just let your mom do your hair, and you'll look pretty. You'll be the prettiest girl in that school.
1: You see? I dress her pretty good. She just doesn't like to wear dresses. She's going through like a tomboy phase right
3: now. I remember remember that phase. So... Come well, on, you, let's get up. Get well, dressed. get up,
5: and you know what you do? You you can't, you you bring some clothes with you, and after the pictures, you just change into what you feel comfortable with, okay? You see,
8: that's a good idea. All right. Thank
9: you, guys,
5: so much. All right, have a good one. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like the conversation in that's my house. That's
9: cute.
5: Hello, who's this? This is Ibrahim. 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 San Diego.
2: Ibrahim. Yes, yes. Get it off your chest. Bless. Bless. I'm blessed, man. Last year, this same time... I got I got diagnosed with MS, man, and Ooh. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. So for like for like four months straight, my right side was going out. I was losing coordination on my right side and I couldn't speak for like thirty seconds at a time every five minutes. Yikes. But I got my health together, I done moved I done move states, you know what I'm saying? And and everything and everything is way better. And I gotta let y'all know. I got a couple. I got a couple balls,
3: Char- Oh goodness! All right, we got to hear these balls. Don't think
4: bars. for one second just because you just recovered right. from MS, you're not gonna get this fart of these, these bars balls. I gotta get. I gotta get
2: <laughs> these off. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> just, All
4: right.
2: Long as I got you, you got boy. me singing off cue. Ooh, ooh, but who give a what? Lord knows I'ma give it up. <laughs> what you want, baby girl? Twenty bucks. Money don't grow on trees. She gonna wear me down till I give it up. Oh, mama wants your mama yeah. be a Nigerian and Yoruba. I tell her that she crazy. She said her criteria. Ooh, you more amazing. than a weekend at the Waldorf. Anybody try you? Then I'ma turn into a watchdog with a sawdog. God forbid that you wanna play basketball, dog. I was one to find you, cause ball hard, while I flip it switch and turn it to the next but bar boy, y'all just don't understand. All right,
4: chill, chill, right, bro. Chill, chill, right, chill. chill. Well, you fought on, fought on these bars, b. Yes, Ms. Though. <laughs> I don't care what he got. You you sound like you got on a yellow trench coat with no shirt on and some Tim's and some tight jeans, and you came out of the talent show and you just acting all wild, and all the judges are looking at you confused, and they don't want to give you a terrible skull because they don't know if you're going to come fight people when when we boo you. He got MS though. Don't hey, care what he hey, got. I
2: just, hey, 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 envy, because y'all on that. I guarantee you. I just sent it to. I just sent you the song to all y'all. All y'all Instagrams. Nah, B, I pass. I guarantee you. The song might
4: sound. The song might sound better
3: than the performance. Can we hear his
2: guarantee? What's your guarantee? I get. I I guarantee. Okay, Ansley, I guarantee you. If you give this song literally, literally thirty seconds, you'll like it. Okay. Be music. I B music 30 seconds not the Yo, seconds. I'm happy
4: that God blessed you and that you're rec- you recovered from MS but you know you still got a little MS in your life because that's an acronym for music sucks because that's what <laughs> you, oh my music, goodness. Your, your Thank you sir. your music sucks All right, yo, sir.
3: damn that's harsh can your therapist
5: <laughs> see, be, say be a little nicer bro I that know is what being happened. Nice.
4: what's wrong with telling people the truth if y'all don't <laughs> think telling people the truth is is not nice then he something's got MS wrong. what that got to do with his music it's two different things maybe some of the symptoms is not great music I don't know man, shut up Get it off your
5: chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. We got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, let's talk about J. Cole. He's on the cover of GQ magazine. We'll give you some of those cliff notes. Also, Gucci. Find out about some of their new initiatives that they're implementing.
5: All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk J. Cole.
7: Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. 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 The rumor report. With Angela, Angela Yee.
3: It's the rumor report. The, the Breakfast,
7: Breakfast Club.
3: Well, J. Cole is on the cover of GQ magazine. One of the things he talks about is working on Revenge of the Dreamers 3. He talks about his January sessions and says they created 127 tracks. Okay. And that's going to be chopped down, obviously, into a very concise album. Now, other things that he talks about is not liking to be the center of attention.
4: So why are you on the front of GQ?
3: Well, because he has music to promote. But he's, you know, I mean, obviously he has to do certain things. But J. Cole doesn't seem like he just goes places for no reason Mm -hmm. just to be in the mix he said I don't like center of attention type moments like the camera mad people the world watching the arena and I have to do something right and that's why he doesn't do a whole lot of press he doesn't do a whole lot of meet and greets he also plans to start to collaborate with more artists and connect with more of his peers because he said he doesn't want to look back on his career and feel like he's left anything on the table of life Uh, he discusses not having a Grammy he said I'm not supposed to have a Grammy you know what I mean at least not right now and maybe never and if that happens then that's just how it was supposed to be Uh, he also talks someone told
4: me he don't submit his
5: music to the Grammys
3: yeah I don't know know yeah that's that's what I heard
5: too they said he doesn't submit his music and sometimes
3: it's not you that submits it it's the label it's other people so it's not like he personally has to do it so a lot of times your label will submit you to win a Grammy. Uh, he also said that he almost signed to Amari Stoudemire before he signed with Rock Nation back in 2009. Amari Stoudemire wanted to sign him to his label, Hippocalypto, and he decided not to do it because he knew he was going to be meeting his <laughs> You ain't that Chasey. good a rapper,
4: J. Cole. Nobody's that good a rapper to be able to say that put hippocalypto in a verse. <laughs> that means. Uh,
3: so he also says he doesn't feel that change in life that most people get when they are a father. He said, I changed my life in order to get ready to have a family and to have a son. I literally changed my life where I was living. The things that I was doing, I changed. So because of that, when my son came, I was ready. I already had made room. So check out J. Cole on the cover okay. of GQ so Listen, man, drop magazine. on a
4: clue for J. Cole. He's the Tim Duncan of hip-hop. If you don't understand that comparison, then you know nothing about basketball. Quiet, humble, gets things done without a lot of flash. That's J. Cole.
3: He doesn't call himself that, though. I no. call him that. I
4: call yes. him that. I call him that. That's, that. The, ultimate, that's would... the ultimate compliment if you know anything about basketball. But, you know, I ain't got time to be going back and forth for Negroes who don't know stats.
3: All right, now, Gucci has announced a $5 million community fund and $20,000 scholarship program. And all of that is to promote Racial Diversity. Now, Dapper Dan went on Twitter to talk about the meeting that he had and the real actions toward the solutions that they discussed. So, the way this is going to happen, uh, the first component is the Gucci Change Makers Fund. That's going to be five million dollars that go toward nonprofit programs across the U.S. That uplift communities of color. They're gonna actually select that by the Changemakers Council. Some people on that council are Will I Am, uh, Dapper Dan, of course, Michaela Angela Davis, and more. They've also established a $20,000 scholarship program that's gonna help diversity among students who are pursuing a fashion education. And the third component is gonna be a mandatory company wide volunteering initiative. All of the employees at Gucci, all 18,000 of them worldwide, will be given four days off a year. And that's when they'll be volunteering for different causes. Those causes will be focused on equality, refugee support, climate change and education. So, they're uh, making moves.
4: I, I hope it helps someone. Uh, I, I can't I can't sit here and act like I care. I don't wear Gucci. Never have, probably never will. I think in my whole life I bought 3 Gucci belts and I have no idea what happened to any of them.
5: But I thought that's what we wanted. I thought that's what we wanted. We wanted some change in, in, People in the business. structure. to make real structure. initiatives. They hired Dapper Dan, who's a, a African American designer, and the fact that they, you know, giving kids scholarships to, you know, go to school and learn more about designings, African Americans. I th- I thought that's that's what we wanted. I thought we were we okay with that. They're still, they're they're going in the, in, in the first step. That's what I thought. Oh, am I wrong? This is the first step act for Gucci. Right. <laughs> <The> first <laughs> step back. I don't know. That's, well, yeah, that's, that's why thought.
3: we're discussing we what it is Gucci. that they're doing. Because it's some not- people
5: said they were still mad, and I was like, I thought that's what we wanted. I thought this is the
4: steps that we wanted hey, Gucci to take. You can't boycott what you don't buy. I don't buy Gucci.
3: So it doesn't pertain to you. But what about Mosimo? Um, you saw all that controversy. They, 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 they discontinued
4: Mosimo a long time what ago. What are you gonna do with
3: all the old shirts you had? I,
4: I, I, I wear them to the gym all the time. You okay? can't
3: wear them anymore. Listen,
4: Mosimo used to be sold in Target for nine ninety nine. Mosimo is now Goodfellas. Okay, I don't know who owns Goodfellas.
3: Oh, uh, we should find oh, yes. out because we need to know if you should be wearing that.
4: I actually got sent a bunch of. Uh, good t-shirts the other day. They're actually uh, t-shirts that stop you from having sweat stains under your arms because after the Soldier <laughs> Boy interview. I can't remember what company that was that sent me a do bunch of they? What of them. do they
3: have like a patch under there? They got
4: like a pouch. I haven't worn one yet but I, I got them. I got a bunch of them. Like, they sent me a bunch. I thought they was trying to be funny but they're actually t-shirts that keep do, you from having work? sweat stains. I don't know but I'm going to find out this spring and summer. Goddamn.
3: You can get those shots under your arm. No,
4: I ain't you know. doing all that. It's like a Botox shot, right? Yeah, on you your get arm botox or something like that? In the yeah, arms. I ain't doing all that. Next thing you know, I got Kim Kardashian's ass under my arm. But somebody <laughs> done tricked me and gave me an ass shot. Under Nobody my gets a
3: Botox in their ass, <laughs> it's on their face. Mm. All right. I'm
4: talking about ass shots.
3: We said Botox. You oh, said ass shots. This
4: guy. <laughs> what, what are, what's on your mind, man? I don't Somebody know. Somebody might trick me and tell me it's Botox, but then give me an ass shot under my armpit.
3: Yeah, arm does look a little like a butt.
4: Can you imagine that if you got <laughs> a, a whole butt <laughs> under your
5: armpit?
3: All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your my rumor goodness.
5: report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Front page news is next. What are we talking about?
3: Uh, we are going to be talking about a 15-pound baby. Imagine giving birth to that. Lord
7: have mercy. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. At
5: Simple Mobile, you get the no-contract advantage. It's the speed you need at a price you'll love. With no mystery freeze and no long-term contract ever. Simple Mobile, out with the new, in with the simple. See terms and conditions of service at SimpleMobile.com. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela E. Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. What we talking about, ye?
3: Well, a mom in upstate New York had a baby. Now, interestingly enough, she was told that uh, she had less than a 15% chance of getting pregnant, and that's when her and her husband decided to adopt. Uh, and now they ended up giving she ended up giving birth to a 15-pound, five-ounce baby. She that said, ain't no baby. That's a little <laughs> two-year-old. Goodness gracious! you get a, a
4: two-year-old come out of you.
3: <sighs> that is so crazy. Um, now, apparently. You know, she said she felt like I was hit by two tractor trailers. She said it was pretty violent. She got oh. stuck under my rib cage. It took three oh. doctors, a medical vacuum, and a C-section for her to have that baby. Teesh. That baby is roughly the size of a six-month-old.
4: My vagina hurts, and I don't even have one. <laughs> what? Did she give a C-section, and <laughs> then she pushed that
3: out? I just said she had a C-section. Oh, it was a C-section. Are you yeah, no, listening. he's not.
4: All I heard was trapped under the rib cage, and I was like, Jesus Christ. But your vagina hurts. That's all I heard. Your vagina hurts. Listen, drop one of the clues bombs for the homie Debbie Dev. Debbie Dev uh, hurt. She had a big baby. She had a big baby. Lil Quest is a big old boy. (laughs) All right. right? And her and her husband
3: are very tall. Yes. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm Salute to Debbie and Dwayne, the Browns.
3: All right. Now, if you had your music on MySpace, unfortunately for you, MySpace has lost 12 years of music that they had uploaded to the site. They tried to do a server migration project to get all the photos, videos, and audio files that people have uploaded more than three years ago. but now that stuff might not be available any longer. There was some type of issue. And as many as 50 million user uploaded songs from 2003 to 2015 have been completely wiped out from the site. Well,
4: whatever y'all did to uh, MySpace, do to Twitter, man. Let's, get, let's erase 12 years of tweets. Save us all some heartache, all right? <laughs> get, rid of, get rid of all those old tweets for us. How about that? Whoever have you got back that? on Twitter yet, you don't Absolutely. You tweet
3: not. on MySpace, by the way. That's
4: what I said. Whatever you did to MySpace, go do it to <laughs> Twitter, please. Go get rid please. of that migration. Yes. Mm-mm.
3: All right, now, Elizabeth Warren, she did her town hall yesterday. You know, she's running for president, and she talked about a lot of things. She talked about white nationalism and how we have to recognize the threat that white nationalism poses here. Uh, she talked about her proposed tax, we- wealth tax plan, uh, making sure that they actually have to pay because that could help out in many different ways in education and everything. She also discusses ending the Electoral College. Here's what she said.
6: We need to make sure that every vote counts. I want to push that right here in Mississippi. Come a general election, presidential candidates don't come to places like Mississippi because we're not the battleground states. Well, my view is that every vote matters. And the way we can make that happen is that we can have national voting, and that means get rid of the electoral college. All right, and she also
3: said everybody needs to have a decent and safe place to live. That should be a basic human right. So here's what she said about affordable housing.
6: I have a proposal to build about three million new housing units. Across America, we need to make a real investment in housing. In the same way that we think about health care as basic human right, having a decent and safe place to live should be a, a human a basic human right.
4: Let me tell you something. Uh, I watched this last night, and I love talking to presidential candidates, but the reason it's hard for me to believe any of these politicians is because they are running for president, so they are telling us what we want to hear. It's dream-selling season. I just feel like they're gassing us all up and telling us whatever we need to hear to get our votes. Like, who is actually going to do what they say they are going to do if they get into the White House? That's how it us. always is, though. I, I know. Mean, it's just they just so sell to, dreams. It's so hard to listen to. A, I, I watch like it. car salesmen. They, they yeah, don't tell you what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And that's all the candidates across the board, just not Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're all selling us dreams right now.
3: Okay, well, let's talk about something else now. Let's talk about the, the National Enquirer. You know, Jeff Bezos we wanted to know how they got all these text messages that were very private between him and Lauren Sanchez, who was then his mistress. Um, and he did a whole investigation because they did try to shake him down. And he said he didn't want personal photos published. He said, but I also won't participate in their well-known practice of blackmail, political favors, political attacks and corruption. I prefer to stand up, roll this log over and see where crawls out well turns out those text messages and other things that were used in that National Enquirer story were stories that were leaked from Lauren Sanchez's brother Michael Sanchez turns out that the Enquirer paid him two hundred thousand dollars in order to get that information so
4: who's
3: an idiot Michael Sanchez yes
4: he's (laughs) an idiot you know why because Jeff Bezos probably would have gave him double that to not put that stuff out
3: yeah but how was he gonna ask for that
4: Uh, Through the woman uh, Do his sister somebody no, he yeah have he that, could have no. got in touch with Jeff Bezos
3: Absolutely. He probably thought he wouldn't get caught because he didn't think that this investigation would happen. He thought he was going to get the money. He's been a longtime source for the Inquirer, so I can't imagine that Lauren and Jeff Bezos didn't think to themselves. That's crazy. It's probably Michael Sanchez, my brother. Mm -mm 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 -mm. And so he thought he was going to get that $200,000 and nothing would ever come out, but it did. And now they've done the investigation, and that's who it is.
4: It's always the people closest to you, bro.
3: But I'm sure there's a lot of people that would sell out their family members.
5: But let's let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Would you sell out a family member for some money?
3: <laughs> How much?
5: Now, I thought about this, right? I, I was thinking <laughs> Damn, about maybe. this. I'm going to tell you why. Now. Be careful,
3: Madison. I don't know.
5: <laughs> if it was just some just some money, nah. But, nah, I couldn't sell out no family member. Now, I was thinking about something else. But, nah, I couldn't sell what out. What if it was a family,
3: family member you weren't that tight with?
5: I was thinking about that. Like, <laughs> I don't really know them like that. So they're not family, family? Would I? Nah, I wouldn't just do that. Just by blood,
3: family? Nah, I wouldn't do you that. Can't what about you? your yeah. family? Of course not. I mean See There you go See now see. It depends on what the information is Clearly he didn't Like clearly Jeff Bezos Didn't want to be married anymore He was having a full blown Relationship with somebody else
4: Yeah I can't do that What about you Charlemagne I wouldn't sell out anyone for money. I believe in karma. I don't do anything to anyone that I wouldn't want done to me. Trust me. Nah. Anything you see me do, anything you hear me say, uh, I can fully take from anybody else. But I would not sell out anybody for money because I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me.
5: Me and, and, my, let me brother, ask a me and my
3: brother could plan it and split the money.
4: Let me
5: ask you a question, Charlamagne. Mm-hmm. Now, even your sister that you used to work at Taco Bell with that's
4: fired you. That's my G. That's my OG. I love my older sister. What Even though she fired you at Taco Bell? Bro, that was 25 years ago. <laughs> just saying, I yeah, don't you know. You know Emmy hold a grudge. She's like, petty ass down. Like, What are you talking <laughs> about? Still will That's hold that grudge. That was 25, 30 years ago. She talking? still fired you, well, Not 30. You, I'd have been 10. But like 25 years ago. All right. Well, 805-85-1051.
5: Emmy would still be mad today.
4: Would you still be mad? you I'm the mad for Remember
3: back, you fired me from Taco Bell? you fired me from
4: Taco Bell. My sister's my accountant now. What are you
3: and yeah, be like, don't let up, don't
4: oh, let up
5: you... on their neck. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Would you sell out a family member for some money? That is the question. Call us now. Is the Breakfast Club? Good morning.
7: The Breakfast Club.
5: Morning, everybody. Is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Angela Yee reported a story in Front Page
8: News.
3: Yes, we were talking about the National Enquirer and how they got this information about Jeff Bezos and his mistress, Lauren Sanchez. They got these text messages and pictures from Lauren Sanchez's brother, Michael Sanchez. They paid him $200,000. All
5: right. So the question is 800-585-1051. Would you turn in a family member or would you, uh, I guess... Turn a family member in for some money. Would it's you the same do that?
3: thing you just said. Now, I know, I know it is.
5: <laughs> but I was thinking about it, right? And for me, money doesn't matter as far as families over everything. But now, let me just make a little twist. What happened if a family member committed murder? Now, see, why do do
4: y'all move the goalposts like that? Because it is, because you're still turning them in for money, reward money. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's actually turning somebody in for committing a crime. That's actually honorable. If somebody kills somebody or commits some kind of crime and it's on your conscience and you want to tell the police, that's fine. What this guy did is just absolutely grimy. He did it for self-serving purposes. You're moving the goalposts. That's not even the same thing. Maybe he doesn't like
3: Jeff Bezos and committing adultery. He didn't like that.
4: Well, you wouldn't go to the Inquirer. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't go to the Inquirer and sell that story.
3: Well, let's see what everyone else thinks. Let's talk to Tanya. Tanya! Yes, good morning, <laughs> Good morning, ye. Tanya. Hello, DJ Envy and Charlamagne. Ye, you're my favorite. I love you. I love you, too, Tanya. Would you sell out somebody? <laughs> oh, no, not
2: for anything, even though I've been sold out a few times. No, I would not. What, what happened? they did to you?
3: Well, me and
2: one of my relatives went in on a business venture and when the smoke cleared and they
8: got the check, I was left out with zero and all my
4: money was invested. Damn. Hey Well, that's what you should have some paperwork.
8: Hello, I little bit I learned.
4: You sitting oh out there giving God. handshakes to your family. I don't trust none of these negroes. That's awful. Awesome.
3: Anyway,
4: <laughs> should have some goddamn paperwork. Well, thank you, Mama.
3: All right, let's talk to Anubia. Good morning.
5: Hey, would you turn in a family member for some for some money?
3: I
8: sure would. <laughs> Damn. How, How much about, phony, one of my phony family members,
4: not anybody close. Nope, you can't, they, they, you can't they, pick they, and choose. They, they, yeah, you can't pick and choose. <laughs> just because they phony don't mean that what you're doing is right because karma's still real. Whatever you do to somebody, whether they good or bad, gonna come back to you. You're
8: right, you're right. But I still
3: would. Yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds like you did it right. before.
5: Sounds <laughs> like you did it before.
3: We love your honesty. No, no, I haven't done it. I haven't done
1: it before. I'm just saying.
7: The stuff that they've done to, like, this family and all that, yeah, I would. Okay.
1: All right,
3: thank you Mama. you, Mama. Uh, we got Meryl on the line. Meryl, would you sell out a family member for some money?
7: Would I sell out a family member? Not at all. Not at all. But you
0: know what? You see those memes on, on, on the Internet... I would damn sure smack the blood out of my family member for ten million, you know.
8: Oh but
4: my I would, God. I would <laughs> 10 never Ten million. I would never there's <laughs> nothing wrong I with a little smack. Sometimes you gotta it. wake somebody up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. That's no all
7: Charlemagne. No
4: yeah. doubt, Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? they asked, Well, would you smack this
0: with a pitch of an old lady? Hell yeah, I smack the blood oh. out nah, of her. Nah, I'm it. not doing stop. all of that. I'm not so, doing all of that. So you would smack your mother for ten million? For ten million? Man, I'm smacking my mother, we going shopping.
4: Can can you at least tell oh my Can you at least God. tell your mom about this business? Can you at least tell your mom what's going on? Can you tell her about the business nope. transaction,
3: please? Nope. Oh, for, for, well of course.
0: I'll let my mom know she'll be put on. Then she gotta get down with it.
4: Right. You know? Mama Mom uh, about to smack you, but I'm gonna give you five million dollars <laughs> out of this crazy. ten million. This is crazy. Without a doubt?
0: But I would never sell my family members out, Yeah, man. but I'll never. smack my mom, but I yeah. won't sell my you
5: family mom. You sound
3: like a very honorable man. <laughs> smack the ish out my mom.
5: 800-585-1051, would you sell a family member out for some money? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking right now, would you sell out a family member for some money? Now, everybody in the room says, hell no, no way. It's not going to happen.
4: Nope, because I believe in karma and um, uh, anything that I, I wouldn't do do anything to somebody that I wouldn't want somebody to do to me.
3: I would only do it if me and my brother were in on it together and I was like this is what we going to do and we are going to bust down this money and if he said okay, then I'd be like all right, let's play everybody.
5: Yeah, my family's kind of my family's tight even though a lot of us don't speak to each other often. That
3: doesn't sound tight. <laughs> no, no. I mean,
5: we we still tight. We like we support each other on everything, but you know, one's in Virginia, one's in, you know, <laughs> Brooklyn, one's in California. Like we don't really see each other as much, but We would definitely hold each other down. Nobody would sell each other out for no money.
3: All right, well, let's see what Brandy thinks. What's up, Brandy? Would you sell out a family member?
8: Yes, I definitely would, depending on the circumstances of the situation. What do you mean? My life could be at stake. My life could be, my family's life could be at stake. It depends on what the situation is. Ain't nobody's life at stake. stake. Now, let's say your brother (laughs) was
3: cheating on his wife and they wanted to print this story. They were going to give you $200,000 if you would give them some information. Would you do it? Definitely
8: not, no. None a million no dollars I'm
3: not snitching like
8: that For no million. amount of money I would do that okay. Not to my brother To nobody Really I ain't gonna get A nobody relationship like that People dying from stuff like that You know Alright thank you mama Hello who's this This is Jamila
5: Hey Jamila What's Would back? you sell out a family member For some money Jamila
8: First of all, I'm not that type of person, so family or no family, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that to anybody, but not everybody is considered family, you know what I'm saying? You can consider some of your friends family and can consider some of your family, just nobody to you. So, you know, if my mama, you know, was somebody who just gave birth to me and I ain't really know her like that. And
3: Jamila, would you do it? it? Yes or no? I don't understand.
4: <laughs> She's trying to justify what <laughs> she was doing. She was about not.
3: to say, yeah. it's not my family, family. Oh, I'm
8: just saying, like, it, it, like my best friend, no. But if if her sister, if I know some information
3: on her sister, yes, probably. So you would sell out your best friend's sister, but not your best friend? Because she ain't my family. My best friend is my
5: family. <laughs> oh. My goodness. So you the would. The
3: rationalization. You
5: would. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, man? This is Jay. What's hey, up, Jay? Jay? Now, would you uh turn your, your family members in for some money? Yeah, like I said, man, as long as it wasn't a, a, a criminal activity, you know what I'm saying, where... Just a little cheating. Prosecuted,
2: but, but, you know what I'm saying, if it was something simple, like I said, like a Ray J sex tape, that they, they wasn't going to put them in harm's way as far as putting them in, you know what I'm saying, a criminal case, Oh, yeah. You know what
0: I'm saying? we going to get that money and ball out of control. See, we ain't radio personalities. We ain't got it like that. Whoa. So,
2: why
3: are you bringing us into whoa. this?
0: Now, what money, made you think we got it like that? We
4: got bills. we bills <laughs> trying to eat down here. And said we little country boys from Kentucky, and we just trying to do a come up. You know I'm what a what little country <laughs> boy from South Carolina still trying to get me a little come up. But, bro. but
3: let me ask you man, this. Come let's come on, just say, let's say. You got it, man. You got I don't know what you're talking about. You just ain't talking. Now, hold on. Let's get back to this situation, though. Let's anyway, just say it's your brother. He cheated on his wife. You're going to break up their marriage. You would still tell? Oh, hell no. Nah. My brother's grimy anyway.
2: So,
0: yeah, I tell because
10: he's going to be like, man, <laughs> oh me, let's,
0: let, let's get that money. And plus, oh he, he messes with nothing but suckers anyway. So they already know the deal before it even happens.
4: See the got key, a horrible the, family, bro. The, but the key word <laughs> is <isn't laughs> oh he God. know his brother. He said his brother grimy. So he already know what it is. You got to be a grimy individual to do stuff like this. Now, what's the moral of this story, guys? Uh, the conversation is money is not everything. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it boils down to. Because the only reason Jeff Bezos' brother did that is for that 200 grand. Money is definitely the root of so all evil. So, integrity over you- money. Yes. Absolutely. Money the root of all evil, and it makes you do evil things like, you know, sell out your family. Yeah, no, you're
3: absolutely right. And some people would smack their mom for some money. Bro, we seen him paid in full. <laughs> you know what
4: I'm saying? When Ice kidnapped, uh, you know, Mitch's little brother. They cut his fingers cut off. Cut his fingers off for some a couple dollars.
7: That's whack.
4: You know what I mean? Then Rico turned around and shot Mitch all over money. He tell, everybody's selling each other out over bread. That's nah, crazy. man.
5: Mm-mm. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Ye? Uh,
3: yes, we are going to be talking about Jess Hilarious. Now, we've been talking about how she was under the gun for some comments that she made on her social media pages. Well, now she is apologizing and she has her own written statement that she wants you to hear.
5: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to uh, Norfolk, Virginia. I'm out in Norfolk right now, the Hampton Roads area, 103 Jams. I'm out on a uh, college tour. Yeah, my daughter goes to college to- oh. in two years. No, not me. But uh, we're going through uh, all the colleges. So yesterday we went to Georgetown. We went to Howard University. Today we're going to Hampton, Old Dominion in Norfolk, and then we go to Spelman, Clark. We're going up and down uh, 95, so we're going to be hitting up all the schools and just getting a vibe, going on tour and, and seeing what school she likes.
3: Do you want your daughter to go to Hampton?
5: I don't care what school she goes to. You know, I'm not pushing. Like, my mom wanted me to go to a HBCU. She wanted me to go to either Morehouse or Hampton or Howard. For me, I just want her to be happy, and... Her seeing the school, seeing the campus. Whatever she gets a good vibe and a good feeling, whatever program she does, that's all I wanted to know. I, I mean, Hampton would be great because she's a little close, so I don't want her to go to you know, UCLA or a school on the West Coast, are but
4: you, whatever makes her are happy. Are you paying attention to all the handsome men on campus that may catch her eye? Does that, does that factor into where you want her to go, Envy? Hmm? You said
3: that very seductively.
4: Very seductively. I'm asking you a question, Envy. Hmm? What is your question? Say it again. My question is, when you Uh go on these campuses, do you look around and you say, man, it's way too many handsome men that may tempt her on these campuses. Does that factor into your decision making? That does not factor into my decision making, sir. Okay. Well, then maybe, you know, it may factor into yours for when you want to visit. You know <laughs> I mean? Shut up, man. <laughs> okay. Shut up, Maybe you man. need some eye candy to look yeah, at. You know what? Right. Everything's not a joke, man.
3: It, yes, it apparently is. Apparently it is. It and is shout precious. out to everybody in Chicago. I was at Regeneration Schools yesterday. Shout out to Stacey Shells, who actually brought me out there. You know, at one point in my life, I thought I was going to be a teacher. And I did this urban education semester where I taught sixth and seventh grade, English and history. And it definitely brought back a lot of nostalgia for me because I think teaching is one of the most rewarding jobs that you can have, but one of the most difficult. And I was thinking like, hmm, I wonder if I could really work in education again. Because I think you get to see the immediate results from kids. And sometimes, you know, it is hard and you're dealing with uh, people with real lives outside of there. They come in, they bring a lot of baggage from home. But they're just so cute. Like, I just love teaching kids and seeing how excited they get about certain curriculum. And they had this DJ class that they all were so excited to be in. Yeah, I thought it was pretty amazing. So shout out to everybody doing good work out there.
5: All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about?
3: Uh, let's talk about the Love and Hip Hop Miami reunion that was on yesterday. <sighs> it, you know what? Trina what? and Trick Daddy, man, I love them. I love them together. But it's starting to feel like things are going to work out for them to actually really do this TNT album. And we'll tell you what happened last night on Love and Hip Hop Miami.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jess Hilarious.
7: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah.
3: All right, well, Just Hilarious has made an official statement regarding the Sikh and Muslim community. Now, originally, she has said this while she was getting on a plane. We're on our flight. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going? She spotted some men wearing turbans, and uh, it just led to a whole lot more that happened sc- after that.
4: Uh, if you're not scared of Nick Cannon in a turban, you shouldn't be scared of those men in the turban.
3: Right. Okay? So uh, she was very defensive at first when people came at her, but here is what she is saying now. She made an official statement which she read on her Instagram page and she read this from her phone.
9: Sadly, I had no knowledge of the tragedy in New Zealand until after my video, which doesn't in any way excuse my behavior. I already know that. I'm sorry to the Sikhs. I'm sorry to the Muslim. I've never been a person who bashes religion. I was unaware of Sikhs as well. A lot of them reached out to me educating me on who they are and, you know, what they stand for. I didn't know that. Honestly, I'm young, and I, I, I don't understand the power that I have. At the same time, I didn't get anybody kicked off of a plane.
4: Look, Jess is dead wrong, and she knows it, but, but I still think we have to get to the root of the prejudice, the root of the Islamophobia, because America, American media does a lot of fear-mongering when it comes to Muslims and Islam, and some people buy into that.
3: And it's just important to realize that just because you're Muslim, that does not mean that you're a terrorist in any way. As a matter Correct. of fact, Muslims hate terrorists. Well, that's, okay? That's, just that's, like anyone else does. That's so. why it's
4: up for uh, people to change the perception and the narrative. Because American media does a great job of fear-mongering when it comes to Muslims.
3: All right. Now let's talk about FIRE. I know you guys love talking about this FIRE documentary that was on Netflix uh, well, now they're actually going to be auctioning off Real Fire Festival branded T-shirts, sweatpants, sweatshirts, hats, wristbands and medallions, all kinds of things that were in their New York office. The boxes of items were turned over by Billy McFarland's attorney while he's sitting in jail. And the money from the sale is going to go back to the victim. So okay. they're saying you can buy things like the priciest thing is a Fire Festival wristband. That bid starts at $1,000. You can actually get a Fire Festival hat for $600. That's a lot. I actually have a fire festival hat. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. I'm now, to
4: fire Head from Andy though. That's what you people said, really want to know. You said you want what? They ain't put that price out there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god. We got to get Andy up here. All right. Now, let's discuss Trina and Trick Daddy. They were on Love and Hip Hop Miami yesterday and the reunion as well. And Trick Daddy's having a lot of things he's going through with his wife. I guess they're separated. He's been, according to her, having women in the house, all kinds of things. And she just wants a divorce. And he is ready to sign those papers, but he doesn't want to give her any money. And then we find out who helped her pay for her divorce.
2: I'm I'm glad you're putting out the solo album now because maybe we can finish our you know what my problem is? Studio is not interested in me. So I need some patrol. Okay. I need a stripper pole Okay. There. Hello, everybody. She went, she went.
9: You should try to get a divorce first. You want the strippers and the stripper poles, but you still got a wife lingering around. You should get rid of the wife, and I'm going to make it a little easier for you. My beautiful cousin gave me the rest of the money that I needed for the divorce. I don't want to deal with it no more. I gave her the money to divorce you. So guess what? The divorce is final, you're and you're going to bring me out, so it's time for you to go.
3: Who paid for the divorce? Trina actually helped Trick Daddy's wife, Joy, pay for the divorce. So Why Trina Trina getting involved in that? Uh, I mean, they're like family. So I guess they've known each other for a really long time, and she's helping out. If
4: you can't afford to divorce me, then we together, all right, until you get this money.
3: I don't think he wants to be with her either, though. They don't live in the house together or anything. But he's just not trying to give her any money for anything. So she did Mm. help out. And it got very... um, very feisty on the reunion show yesterday all right aretha franklin's estate versus wendy williams now wendy williams went on her show and said some irresponsible things about aretha franklin's movie you know they have this amazing grace movie that was shot in 1972 it's a performance that's going to hit screens nationwide next month and
9: here's what wendy had to say there's this new movie that aretha never wanted any of us to see but it's finally gonna hit the big screen. Literally, this is footage from the documentary. If you're looking for more camera shots, you're not gonna get it. Now, you know, Miss Franklin, she was very into her showgirl glamor and stuff. This is just regular makeup for her wear. You know, she would want the pressed hair and the, and the, the done lashes and a good outfit and, and her background people to be fabulous. This is done. <laughs> Guys, this is a one camera shot. They want you to go to the movies to see this. Well, the estate
3: of Aretha Franklin has fired back. They said that... Uh, originally, Franklin had initially imposed an injunction on Amazing Grace. Her objections had nothing to do with its quality. Negotiations were incomplete at the time of her death, according to their statement, and they felt like it was irresponsible that Wendy Williams was saying these things that they said just aren't true. They also said 1972 was the era of black power and black is beautiful. In her short, natural hair and simple makeup, Miss Franklin was in step with the times and appropriate to the occasion. There was no showgirl glamour, no pressed hair, and no eyelashes. The lack of which Wendy Williams ridiculed ridiculed on her program. Uh, Now here's what else Wendy Williams had to say.
9: Miss Franklin, she had her family surrounding her. You know, her son was her manager and her her niece was, you know, head of security. And that's a great thing because it really does make you feel coddled and at home when you're on the road. On the other hand, when you don't have real professional people doing real professional things for you, sometimes you lose out. When Miss Franklin passed away, it was no secret that the, the finances were a mess. And I would imagine that now the bill collectors are like, okay, rest in peace Aretha Franklin, but we still need our money for this. Well, the family has responded
3: to that also. Uh, now, what they are saying to that, they said it's through the approval of the estate and the efforts of the film's producers that it's finally being seen. The public rollout for The Amazing Grace, which includes screenings at African-American museums and black churches this month, has received support from African-American pastors and fans across the country. And while Franklin had initially imposed that injunction, again, it was only because negotiations were negotiations were incomplete at the time of her death. So... <laughs> They're saying that they are not having issues with finances and basically just stop lying.
4: I don't know what the hell Wendy's talking about. I'm watching that documentary. Okay, I, I enjoy, love everything. I enjoy documentaries like that, especially when they're from that actual time period and they got footage from that time period. I'm watching. All I right. knew nothing about Sam Cooke till I watched that Sam oh, Cooke. That oh, that amazing. documentary on Netflix, was great. And that was amazing. Okay, So I
3: gotta see this yeah, gotta I remember when they sold Aretha's house Not that long ago In Detroit And it had the huge rose On the carpet in the front mm. And I was like They should have made That a museum They should have made Barry Gordy's house A museum in Detroit
4: I watched Teddy Pendergrass Documentary on Showtime uh-huh. I see seen Teddy yet I'm definitely watching Aretha Franklin
3: all right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
4: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, I need Rich Dollars to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. And notice I did not have, I did not call him Bitch Dollars because I'm not I'm not in that place in my life anymore. That's I crazy. Really, Rich used, really, used to be cool, though. He is. I'm, I, we, we did. And I really want to have a conversation with him because this is a very teachable moment. I hope he's listening this morning. Yeah, I used to be friends' friends. Not friends' friends.
3: You no. too, Emmy. Knock Envy. it off. Friends, no, not cool. like him
5: and Shy. friends
4: cool. Yeah, cool. We
5: was cool. <laughs> you knew that nigga. That was all tight. Me. We was
3: all.
4: You we guys were cool. like a singing. Group. Yeah, yeah, we was okay. And he's Definitely we, not. Make it sound like we used to be Creep Squad or something. You, you guys were. You guys are no, like no, no to absolutely not. Not even a little bit. Nope. 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 Please don't insult me like that. All right. Well, dog. in the
7: days up next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
5: Y'all, it's DJ Envy. The Samsung Galaxy S10 is making headlines. After 10 years of the Galaxy, this is definitely the best one yet. The Galaxy S10 is available now, and you can get up to $300 when you trade in your old phone at Samsung.com.
8: What
4: do you find? Charlemagne the Hello. Devil. Uh, donkey today for Tuesday, March 19th goes to Mr. Rich Dollars. Now in the past I've called Rich Dollars Bitch Dollars, but I'm not even going to do that anymore because I'm at a different place in my life. Okay, I'm not going to disrespect Rich Dollars because Rich Dollars does a damn good job of disrespecting himself. Uh, Rich Dollars and I actually used to be cool. Uh, in fact, in 2009, I think. I think I got verified on Twitter because of Rich Dollars. Okay,
3: so he's... That that has to count for something, right? He verified you.
4: Shut up. Uh, Rich (laughs) Dollars has worked with artists that I have enjoyed and supported. Uh, Olivia. We supported Olivia, right?
3: Uh Uh-huh. Ryan Uh, Leslie.
4: Yeah, um, Chris Ivory, respectively. But um, I don't rock with Rich Dollars anymore because some years ago, maybe three, maybe four, I forgot, uh, Rich Dollars lost himself in the world of reality TV. It happens to the best of them, all right? See, Rich Dollars is listed as an... Entertainment manager, record producer, and longtime supporting cast member on Love & Hip Hop. Uh, over the years, this man has forgotten about being an entertainment manager and record producer, and he's gone full-blown supporting cast member on Love & Hip Hop. Rich called my phone barking on me a few years ago uh, because I told him an artist he was pushing sucked. And, I mean, he was talking extremely tough. So tough, I literally thought the Love & Hip Hop cameras were rolling. All right, he was talking so tough to me that I had I said something I only say when I'm looking for a good time. And that sucked my D. You told him that? <laughs> I didn't wow. know you say that. I
3: thought
4: wow. you're not supposed
3: to say that. No. Now,
4: he called me back after that laughing. All right, just to say he was playing. Uh him and Peter Guns was pulling a prank on me, but F all that. All right. I, I like to play, but don't play with me like that because I don't believe you was playing. You just thought you could call me, talk tough, and I was gonna buy into that. Nope. Uh now nah, I don't rock with you. You know, God bless you, but F you, I wish you the best. Now I'm saying all that to say, I'm not even tripping off all that anymore. Okay? I'm just not, I would not refer to that man as bitch dollars. His mother used to follow me on social media. She and, and followed you? I don't know. I don't be on Twitter like that, so I don't know. And uh, and she would get mad when I would say that about him. And honestly, uh, I don't even feel like that anymore. I have zero problems with Rich Dollars. But this morning, when I came into Breakfast Club Studios, uh, Angela Yee was in here watching Love & Hip Hop clips from last night. And then I looked at Hot New Hip Hop and Monsters & Critics, and I saw a headline that said, Watch Safari Samuels and Rich Dollars nearly come to blows on Love & Hip Hop. Uh, I clicked on this headline because I am thoroughly entertained by Safari Samuels. Drop one of the clues, bombs for Safari Samuels.
0: Straight!
4: <laughs> and I was thoroughly disgusted by what I saw. Can we play this exchange between Rich Dollars and Safari Sammons before I continue? is however many removed
10: from me. Yo, your pants look way too tight. I don't like seeing all the <laughs> ankles that i don't see all we the we doing thing. that? we doing that? Don't be disrespectful. Are we doing that? Don't talk about somebody like that. Are we doing come on! <laughs> That's good for <Christopher laughs> TV. Rich, yeah, come
0: yeah. on. Hey, yo, Playboy, I'm this, Okay, let's she play that game. Let's up. calm down. Table. Play that, that game. Was slow-mo. Look at me running slow-mo. <laughs> Yo, you okay? I saw your ankle
8: twist. You okay, Rich? <laughs> Did
7: they really want to play? play? Let's
8: play. I'm from the east side. Let's play. All right. Clearly, that was crazy. A little unexpected. What he said
0: was very disrespectful. I would never sit here and speak about another man's woman, especially when they're not
4: here. Listen. Rich Dallas.
3: Wait, the East Side, what Eastside is he from? I have no idea, oh. it's a lot of I was going
4: to ask you. <laughs> right? I, don't, I don't That's know.
3: your friend. you never been to the Eastside? No, I don't know what you're talking about.
4: <laughs> Rich Dallas. Story. Rich Dallas. This is Lennard talking. All right, uh, Charlemagne the God, whatever you want to call me. I'm just talking to your brother to brother, black man to black man, and the words of Pimp C, knock this monkey stuff off. You're embarrassing us. You are 41 years old. You are way too grown to be fake flexing on reality TV. Safari is absolutely right. You were performing for the cameras. You would not be acting like that if there wasn't 100 security guards and 20 feet in between y'all. Only reason people fake flex like they want to fight on Love and Hip Hop is because of all the security and the distance between each other. You want to cut down on the fight? And in the conflicts, let them negr- Negroes sit right next to each other at reunions. Okay, if Safari and Rich were sitting right next to each other, I truly believe those conversations would be totally different. Not to mention, if y'all saw each other in the street today or at some function where there were no cameras and no security, you would be dapping each other up and taking pictures with each other and posting them on the gram with captions about money over beef and hashtag brothers. Like, knock it off! Alright? If you was twenty-something years old, Rich, I'd be like, whatever, do your thing, but bruh, you're forty-one. Okay, you a whole grown ass man. Rich Dollars, you have too many wrinkles in your forehead to be acting like that on TV, all right? You know how you can count the rings in a tree to see how old it is? You can count the wrinkles in Rich Dollars' forehead to see how old he is. From the top of his eyebrows to the bottom of his hairline, there's 41 wrinkles, all right? That's way too many wrinkles to be on TV fake flexing, all right? Rich Dollars, you got too much age around your eyes. In the form of crow's feet, okay? The drooping upper eyelid, that mm-hmm. upper mm-hmm. lip is starting to sink, all right? That dull, glowless skin is sagging. You got those fine lines around your nose, those lines that look like map lines on the GPS navigation. Is we going the right route, Rich, all right? Okay, I mean this in the most loving way. All right, first, really? first I, this is love, ye. All right, <laughs> open the door and let God in. This is love. Let's turn to First Corinthians thirteen eleven. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. First Charlemagne thirteen eleven. All right. When I was a young rich dollars, I talked like a young rich dollars. I thought like a young rich dollars. I reasoned like a young rich dollars. When I became a man, I put the ways of love and hip hop and reality TV behind me. My brother, there's no way you watch that back this morning and not feel embarrassed. All right, don't listen to these digital D-heads on social media saying, rich dollars, he don't play. That's right, rich, turn up. You from the east side. No, those people gassing you up. Okay, they just as lost as you are. You are grown. All right. In the words of Deepak Chopra, every day in every way, you should be increasing your mental and physical capacity. You clearly aren't increasing your mental capacity because nobody with intelligence would be acting like that on Love and Hip Hop at 41 years old. And you damn sure not increasing your physical capacity because the skin on your forehead is folding over on itself repeatedly. And that's why you have developed those creases in your forehead. Rich dollars, your forehead looks like an old leather couch in a speakeasy. All right. Rich dollars, do you know what they call those lines in your forehead? Worry lines. You know why your forehead got more lines than a football field? Because you have bottled up a large amount of stress. You know why you're stressed? Because you don't want to grow up. You are emotionally and mentally immature. That's why you don't know how to handle conflicts better than you do. Emotionally mature people deal with life's stressful situations way better than you. And life wouldn't be so hard if you just grew up. All right, trying to be something you not got you stressed. The word for today and for the rest of your grown life should be maturity. You hear me, Rich Dollars? We need you to grow up and act your age, and not Safari's penis size. Please let uh, Remy Ma give Rich Dollars the biggest hee-haw. Don't worry.
9: Hee-haw! Hee-haw! You
5: stupid mother! <laughs> <laughs> are you dumb? All right. That ended weird. It did. <laughs> tri- <laughs> Who's this? It's Jay Cox. Hey, Jay Cox. Cotton, man. Come on, dog. Don't oh, just,
10: do that, Evie. I'm just asking, man. guys <laughs> not you said <laughs> Don't get upset. Cotton, cotton like the fabric of our lives. This is my second time calling y'all, man. The first time was when y'all was talking about, you know, helping people after they get jumped. And I, I told y'all I ain't helping dude. He got jumped. I stood at the bus stop and let him get jumped. But that was a whole other story. All right, and Jay I, Cox. i calling to slander you, Evie. Oh, okay, go <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Cotton like, the, cotton like the fabric of our lives. Say it, Evie. Cotton. Cotton, exactly. cotton, like what our ancestors
4: used to pick. <laughs> We're well, not Envy's ancestors, I but
10: I why I'm you black. To the cat, man. I'm very dark. And that's the, that's the problem. Number one, I'm dark. I'm, I, listen, I'm black as hell. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm the darkest cat wherever I go. And if you, I don't really see you, you know, being nice to Darkie and Cat, so I'm, that's that's my problem. We're oh, the, wow. I didn't know you was dog skipping through the Darcy. phone. Charlamagne can talk about
5: Beige, bitch, and Beige rage all day long, but <laughs> I can't say nothing.
4: Listen, the uh, the, uh, the, the oppressed can We're always talk about the oppressed.
5: We got to let that go, man. We it's
3: not me. It's
8: we, the I'm, You're supposed to be my brother. I am your brother. Well, why aren't
3: you, you nice to him? It's
10: this, the wreck. It's the wreck. coup. I need y'all to come to Detroit and get on the bar. You said you all want me to get come on, on, come, come to, to Detroit get. and
4: get on your balls. Well, that's what he said. That's what said.
10: Would y'all what's stop? What's that's up with what you, job, said. You? What's up with you, man? I don't hey, know. Listen. he's flirting. Why y'all trying to make this a gay term? Rich? Listen, I'm. Who bad. said anything he's about gay?
4: Talking about jumping on somebody. No, you crazy. said that. You all said right. That. Thank Just you, And then tell us to jump on your. And then to say we the ones making this gay. You kinky on Detroit, bro. This is crazy.
3: All right, we got Maxwell on the line. Maxwell, who do you want to slander? <laughs>
0: he can't get in the deep. I want to slander the homie Charlemagne the
4: God. I'm here for you, sir. <laughs> that No, come on, man. See, that's one of the reasons why I
10: want to slander you. He, he just
0: said he's here for I you. Here for you. <laughs>
10: and it's ridiculous, man. You're talking about the the size of this man. Come on, bro. It is Please. ridiculous. I can't take it. I all can't take it. Bro. All I said I was Rich
4: Dollars it. need to act his age and not Safari's penis size.
3: Look, he just said he why can't, he can't take it. Why are you talking about this man Out of all the in
4: the English dictionary, you are talking about, you talking about this man swiker? Come on, man. Yeah, we, why? We not sure what Safari's shoe size is, but we've seen his penis, right? <laughs> we, um, we, we have. We, you Don't say we. Don't bring me into your Hold on. You ain't, ain't seen Safari's <laughs> nudes. Come on, man. Can Come on, just be honest. Be honest eight eight with me. Between us. you
0: About 6'9", I have been so disappointed in you. So disappointed. All, right. All, right. all right. Thank
4: you, I'm Maxwell. Sorry. I'm sorry, my brother. I'm going to try to do better. All Hello. Right.
7: <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Eric. Eric. Oh, boy. Slay into the breakfast club, bro. Hey,
2: man. Hey, man. First of all, shout out to North Carolina, and I love everybody at the breakfast club. Okay. Charlemagne, so, I mean, you my guy, man, but... I don't understand why you're always on this gay stuff, man. Like every day, you
0: want some gay stuff. You know, what you, guys, is gay? Episode, look, look, you guys had this episode where you were talking about what would you do if you had to give a shit, stay alive or something. And even days afterwards,
2: my, you know, my dude, you were talking about you still give a to do this. And That's this not way. no, no. no out,
4: I, I said I would fake like I was about to give somebody <laughs> fellatio. <laughs> Bite it off. <laughs>
5: That's what I worst. say. <laughs> hey, man, I love y'all, man. Have a good one. All right. 800-585-1051. If you want to slander the Breakfast Club, call us now. It feels like there's a theme here. I, I, I'm feeling that theme. Pause. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. I know you are, Envy. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's slander the Breakfast Club. If you want to slander the Breakfast Club, call us
8: up right now. Hello, who's this? It's Charlamagne, who are we giving this? Hello. Hello? Hello. Hey, who you wanna slander? Oh my gosh, everybody. A little bit of everybody. Okay. A little bit of everybody in my life. Go hey, ahead. DJ Ivy. You came here to Indianapolis, sweetheart. Here we go. Let's go. Enough of that. You do that on the radio. Mm. Charlemagne, the guy. Well, you know what? Back to you, DJ Envy. Why you always asking Charlemagne? who he giving his booty
4: to? Th- that is he true. Is that he donkey said donkey. Too. Same difference. He, he, I said donkey. I know that.
8: I know that. But he's always talking about being these gay slurs with when it comes to everybody. Oh Every gosh. man it's always a gay pun. You always talk about oh my God. But just last week when me and my husband got on the phone you talking about who is that coming from the back against Charlamagne say you just go come from the back like that. And then hang up. This is a nerve or something. What's going on? Are we that gay on this show? I don't know. Am I missing Charlemagne, Charlemagne, I bet you won't have nobody to come on and face you when they talk about being gay because you're not going to be able to look another man in the eye, especially when you let Takashi sit there the whole entire time with his hand on your leg and didn't say nothing. That's, That's true. Kind
4: of, Takashi did not sit here with his hand <laughs> on my leg the whole entire time. He did, Yeah. Okay, he
8: did no, term. he did not. The only time you acknowledge <laughs> his hand being on your leg is when he said something about it.
4: Oh, that is true. That is true. No, what, I said, I, don't to him, what I said to him, what I said to him was DJ Academics hey. going to get jealous. That's what I said hey, to you him.
8: you know
10: what? And hey, you know what? Here go my husband from the back again. Nah, I wasn't <laughs> from the back. I was from the side. So, Charlemagne, you three feet tall with a six foot head. And with <laughs> he, I wasn't going to say nothing, you know, because of my girl. She all about them girls. But I Googled you <laughs> and it looked like a busted orange.
4: You or cool, what? what? Why is your d- online? You, your d- online? It's, you can't say d- it's definitely you can say
10: d- d- one of the
3: <laughs> seven words. But oranges are delicious, so there you go. And good what? for you.
5: Hello, oh. who's this? Yo. Hey, you want to slam to the Breakfast Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, go hey, ahead. first
10: off, I got to get on Charlemagne. Charlemagne, all I got to say is, man, uncommon sense. The last season was trash. You know, I can see why MTV got rid of it. The show ain't been a hit since you let Jesus and Mero go and let them flourish on doing what they was doing. Number two, I got to get on you, Envy, for hating on the Bodega Boys and not letting them come back up to the breakfast club. And I understand, man, I get it, you know what I'm saying, what they said about your wife or whatever, but they did man up and apologize. But nobody told you to go on the show full of women looking like a Dominican James Bond. On the real? <laughs> Dominican James Bond. How do I say 007 in Dominican? I'm not
4: Dominican. I'm black. How do I say 007 in Dominican? How, do in Dominican? Right.
10: And then, How old is it? Santa Santa Cita. Santa Santa Ciente. And then I got to get on you. Ye. Yeah, I think you're a gorgeous woman. But, I mean, man, y'all got to get rid of this ass you, man because you on here giving advice to women who are either married and kids, and you ain't married and you ain't got no kids, and that's equivalent to Donald Trump being president.
4: Hey, I just want you I'm to know. I'm glad my that, advice uh, works,
10: though.
4: <laughs> uh, Uncommon Sense, by the way, was the last original programming MTV2 did, period. Dancer,
3: one, you uh, killed off all of the original programming. <laughs> because of me, they don't
4: do no original programming anymore.
5: No <laughs> and, and you know what? And shout out to Jesus and Mero. They sent me a gift last week, man. Oh, drop, what'd they send you? Drop on the clues you box for my that. guy, Jesus and Mero. They sent me a gift last week, man. What'd they send you? Appreciate you guys, man.
3: Were you on the toilet? They sent me a banana. What? No, I'm just
5: kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They sent me a nice gift last week, so shout out to Deezers and Mary. What'd they send you? I'm not telling you. All right. Slander the Breakfast okay. Club. 800 585 1051 If you want to slander to the Breakfast Club, you can. Why can't we know about the gift? It's none of your business. It's private. You just brought it up. I'm just saying
4: thank you. I didn't say what it was. Well, that's good. That means that we can have Samaro uh back up here for a little reunion. Then you know. So, what so I'm they saying? sent you a bribe. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Let's see where everybody's at. They with it. You bribed you. Mean? That
3: must have been a good gift. It, it was they, shot,
4: they shouted you out on the first episode of their new Showtime <laughs> show too, and it wasn't even in a disrespectful way. Yeah, but again, then again, thanks again, guys, for the
5: gift. Now we got rumors on the way?
3: Uh, Yes. Imagine you're doing your podcast and somebody runs up in there with a gun. Well, this just happened in real life. We'll tell you who it is and what went down. All right. We'll get
5: into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
7: Breakfast Club.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Jill Button and Safari.
7: It's about time. What's going on? The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
3: Yes, so on Love and Hip Hop reunion yesterday, uh, Joe Button and Safari ended up getting into it. Now it turns out that Safari thinks that Joe Button be turning up for the camera. Here's what he said:
0: Joe, he likes to. He turned up for the camera because me and Joe was together in the same bus on the way to the bonfire. He didn't say nothing, but when it was time to film, Dennis, I'll put your face in the sin. Boom, 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 and all this other <laughs> That's not real
1: Sorry, f- don't act smart now.
0: With all due respect, this is between me and Joe.
1: Whatever's between you and Joe is between me, you and Joe. Whatever has to do with Joe well, has to do with
0: me. there's nothing between us, because I don't need to speak to you. You gonna make me f- up, stop. Alright, I don't want you
3: to f- Safari up, so let's chill. That's not
0: gonna happen. So I'll pull up to your hotel app and it could really go down. Okay.
3: Well, you see, Santana, Sin Santana even had to step in. So, fortunately, I guess things calmed down a little.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm glad uh, Joe told Sin to simmer down because I just I I don't like the optics of that. You know, because be? because sometimes women can make a, a situation that's not even really bad get worse. Not even just a woman, just anybody intervening. You know what I'm saying? If me and you are having a conversation right. and we're, we're we're talking to each other those outside voices cuz that's what happens on social media all the time. Remember back in high school it's the other people that jump in and be like you ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Oh, you yeah. going
3: to let him talk like that Absolutely. too. Absolutely. <laughs> like
4: like sin could have turned that situation up in a in a bad way. So I'm glad Joe tapped the leg like yo similar that. But I
3: guess her reaction was to take up for her man. As she should. And so that's what she did. All right. Now, let's discuss Kodak Black and Young MA. I don't know what the situation is here, but now Kodak Black is saying that young M.A. should want him, even though she's not interested in men at all. I'm talking about how you a girl but don't want your...
4: Penetrated hot, but we mad at me because I want you, baby. I sound wild, aggressive.
3: Kodak, it sounds terrible. <laughs> you know
4: <what> I mean, <laughs> the reason she doesn't want any penetration, it's because she is a lesbian. She's not
3: interested, She's in, not you interested in, any in your way. penis. Why are you harassing her? You know, what I mean, like what? Jesus Christ. Here's what Young M.A. had to say about all these weirdos
2: in the live video. I say, hey, I'm, I'm literally yeah. talking about the people in the comments that kept mentioning this. When I'm ready to confront this, where well, how I'm gonna handle it, I'll handle it that way. Like, y'all, mama. I know I'm a female stupid, but at the end of the day, that's
3: not my preference. All right. So I guess uh, she's going to at some point address it. And I can't wait to hear what she says. Why is
4: Kodak on Young and Mae's bumper so hard? I don't, I don't I have know. any idea. It, it feels like it's almost being done for attention. It's
3: like he's trolling her.
4: It, it does feel like he's trolling her. You know what I mean? Because if, if, if you feel that way, you know, you're going about it the wrong way, Kodak.
3: And I just want to point out that she does not seem amused. Like, she's not thinking this is funny in any way. She's actually rather annoyed.
4: Maybe Kodak should approach it differently. Maybe Kodak should say he's a lesbian.
3: Or maybe Kodak should get with somebody that likes him. He has a girlfriend. Listen,
4: Kodak does look like a lesbian.
3: You better stop saying He it. does, man. Anyway, let's move <laughs> man, he got on. And let's he talk got about g- Adam what? 22. Little breasts. Now, you know him from his No Jumper podcast and apparently he was in the middle of filming his his podcast No Jumper Sunday night in LA and that's when somebody shows up with a gun.
2: Wow, Adam big there boy. There we go. It feels like right now, right
0: now. You
3: want to right
0: now? You yeah. want to
3: go? All right. So a lot of people thought this was fake. and wasn't even real. But actually, Adam, 22, spoke about it and said this was not a skit. It was not a joke. Everything that went down, the police were involved. Uh, fortunately, everything was OK. You can see the gunman gets uh, knocked out onto the ground. He's barely conscious. And here's what he had to say about the whole situation.
0: There's a rear entrance to get into the store. And I always have I wouldn't call him my security, but basically like, you know, a friend of mine, close friend of mine who is armed. And he he hangs out by the door the whole time just in case anything ever were to happen. And this guy actually snuck in right after our uh, Postmates order came in. What you can't see in the video too is that my guy had his gun Pointed at the guy's head. The guy didn't know yet, but my guy had already
3: pulled out and was pointed
0: at him. I'm actually that's the thing that I'm really thankful about in the whole thing, is just that this guy didn't get
4: killed. I mean it can't be fake if somebody got arrested, right? Didn't the guy get arrested?
3: Yeah, it's yeah. not.
4: So it can't be fake. But I
3: think when it was happening, people didn't believe it. Like they were like, that's Oh, this crazy. is some type of prank. That, that, that's not crazy. Because <laughs> it's it. live while it's happening. So <laughs>
4: that's the era we live in. We live in this era on social media where everybody's a clout chaser and, and, and the things that you see and the things that you hear, you don't know if you can believe them or not. So it's not crazy that people don't believe this type of stuff. Wait till getting hit. And, 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 the, and the end of the world is happening and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, nah, this ain't real. All
3: right. And I have some great news for you guys. What? Okay. So soccer superstar Cristiano Ronaldo is opening up a hair transplant clinic. Now, this is going to open up in Spain, and he said his image is important to him, and he wants to make sure other people have more control over the way that they look as well. So he said when he thinks it's necessary to have that transplant, of course he will do it, but right now his hair is all his, but he is opening up his own hair transplant place, and I know you guys have been very interested in that as of late. Nah,
4: smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Uh, I'm a wise man. I learn from the mistakes of DJ Self. Okay. He didn't
3: have a hair transplant. Or whatever the hell
4: he, he had. He pay a toupee look. on. It was like a toupee.
3: But I thought about doing down. that.
5: Whatever I thought he had about investing stupid. into
4: that. Whatever he had looked silly.
5: You want to invest into it. self? No, man. Hair transplant.
3: <laughs> well, you better open up a clinic, too. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
5: All right. And what's up,
3: fam? Coca-Cola just came out with a brand new flavor. Yeah, you heard that right. They've now got Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Head to your closest retailer and try Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar today. So random. I just felt like saying that.
5: All right, well well thanks. Thanks, Yee. Thanks for filling us in. No and, and, problem. And putting us on to game. No okay. problem, fam. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the people's choice mixes up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout to one oh three Jams out in Norfolk, Virginia. Shout out to the seven five seven. I'm out here for the day. I'm taking my daughter on a college run. I'm letting her see all the colleges. Yesterday we were there Georgetown. And Howard, today we're going to do Old Dominion and, of course, Hampton University. And then tomorrow we go to the A. All right? So it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
3: Okay. You're having a good time doing all this.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's also bonding time. So you get a chance to just bond with my daughter, see what she, she likes in school, mm-hmm. see, you know, See, her interact with teachers and, and faculty, so it's it's a lot of fun for me.
3: Also, you know what today was? Um, well today is Yandy's birthday, so happy birthday to Yandy and happy birthday to Bun B. Bun B's birthday today also. Oh, mm-hmm.
4: drop one the clues, bonds for the OG Bun Bizzle. Shout out to Bun B.
3: You're not gonna shout out Yandy too? Yandy, Who's oh shout Yandy? to Yandy. Okay. You, say, you shout out Yandy. Yeah. Say it, shout to Yandy. <laughs> 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 All right, so happy birthday to them. And tomorrow's officially spring. I'm excited for that.
5: What does that mean? What does that mean? It's still cold.
3: uh, It's getting better, though. It's getting better. I can't wait because this weather has been killing me, okay? So I'm just ready for it to be warmer out. I'm ready to not have to wear a heavy-ass coat every day. I'm ready not to have to worry that it's about to snow. I'm excited.
5: All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: Good morning, everybody. It's DJ
5: Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um... You want to shout out to Shah, Because you're in the Shah?
3: Oh, yeah. Shout out to everybody in Chicago. I did the blackout brunch. That was amazing. Shout out to our guy, Kyle, from GCI over there. I had a lot of fun with him. Uh, Yeah, Chicago was dope, man. I had a good time. I'm already planning my next trip back. I told you I was over at Regeneration Schools, and I did go to school thinking that maybe I would be a teacher. So we actually came up with some classes for me to teach, so I am going to go back. And do a couple of classes So I'm really excited I had a great time Interacting with the students there Y'all are incredible Word (laughs) (laughs) That's what you got out Just word word. All that positivity
4: Word (laughs) That's the
5: truth What else is there to say All right. well um, (laughs) Leave us on a positive note
4: Listen man uh, I knew I matured When I realized Every situation Doesn't need a reaction Remember that today Every situation Does not need a reaction Sometimes you just Gotta leave people To do the lame Shit it is That they do
0: Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or you all done?